And for more, we joined on the line now by our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Good morning. Hello. Not for the morning to you, Sakina. I've just been told you must never. You must never. <laughs> My treasure. You must never. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that is about. So I'm not going to get into it. But let's yeah. look at what's happening with Asian stocks, uh, Clive. What's going on there? Uh, it's not good. It's not good. We started, we started uh, the week on a high. And then yesterday, we sort of like, we're mixed, but we're still in the positive. And then today, it's just, it's just lost everything. Um, and, and this is because of Shiz Lee. And by the way, this is excluding Japan, because Japan was like in the positive uh, uh, a bit earlier on. So while higher yielding currencies got a boost after the Chinese factory gate, what we, we saw happening is that the equity space within the Asian market started to take a really serious knock. The MSCI Asia-Pacific Bikina, uh, uh if you exclude Japan, by the way, is down by 0.48%. And if you look at the New Zealand, I, I include New Zealand here because that's part of the Australasian type of uh, uh, mixture there as well, including Australia itself. Uh, they are also in the negative early this morning. There's something called the, um, the record coincidence uh, uh, index, which I'm looking at currently as I, as I speak to you right now. Now, if you look at year-on-year on, year on GDP, China, Japan, Malaysia, Indonesia, they are all in the red in terms of their previous performances at the same time uh, a, a year ago. So what that tells you is that it, it's not looking good at the moment for GDP numbers and their targets, hence the reason why these emerging markets have actually revised downwards their GDP numbers. And yesterday, and, and early after this morning, Proof came to be true as we saw them actually going into the negative as well. So not necessarily great news, especially that Chinese numbers not looking very positive at all. The Australian ASX 200 as well slipped down by 0.1%, and the New Zealand uh, NZX 50 index also down by 0.3%. And then, Clive, of course, the one everybody's talking about, SAB Miller, uh, AB InBev. And uh, we spoke to Fawu earlier. We heard their views. But what does this mean for the stakeholders, other stakeholders in this deal? Okay, so so let's talk about stakeholders. We heard what Labour thinks Mm. earlier on. And now the stakeholders, they they include uh, me because I'm a huge beer fan. (laughs) (laughs) So what that means, obviously, for us is that because of this conglomerate that's going to be created, they'll probably be starting to think about what the new consortium is going to be called or whatever, if they're going to be changing names at all, because now it's a joint, joint venture. So what's going to be happening now is that the prices of ordinary alcohol, I predict that it will go down because of mass production. So they're going to have access to bigger markets. They're going to produce more and therefore they'll have a bigger share of the market. So what that means is that they're going to have access to pricing and they'll be able to control prices. That's the reason why they've been talking about the competition bureaus who will be looking at this with a fine comb to go through exactly what this means because they don't want to outpace the other competitors in the market, but they will have price advantage because of mass production. What does it mean for uh, the, 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 the shareholders? And I'm talking here about the guys who are asset managers who buy these stocks like ourselves, where we buy these uh, particular companies in terms of trading them on the stock market. What does that mean for them? It means that yesterday we saw it. SAB Miller was up by 10.34%. We might see more of the same as the, the details of the merger continue to take place. So there'll be lots of guys that will be smiling because if you bought this stock 
uh, in the beginning of the year, and now already you are up by uh, 22.3% uh, following yesterday. It tells you that those guys will be definitely happy. And the pensioners and the guys who are going on pension, who are invested in retirement annuities and all that, or who are sitting on unit trusts, They'll also be happy because the price is looking very strong and they'll be excited to see that happening. But for us, it means because it's coming close to December, but we'll have cheaper beer, Baba. (laughs) (laughs) And I can hear the excitement uh, there in your voice. And uh, then just before you get overly excited, uh, just talk to us briefly about uh, Barclays Inc. naming a new CEO. Yeah, this this, this, this gentleman, Mr. Jeff Stelly, has been around for a while. He, he, he's actually from, he's been with J.P. Morgan and Chase. Um, he's also been uh, with uh, 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 Citibank as well. He, he's done a lot of things. What, what is interesting is about his decision is that where he's been uh, appointed, Sakina, he, he seems to be a guy who goes for pro-profit. So what that means is that he's all about profit, profit, profit. Now, we know the strategy that Buckley's uh, CEO that was fired and what he did. Uh, but it means that after shrinking down a lot of staff, there was job cuts and there were all uh, cost-cutting efforts. Now they bring this guy to become CEO. It means that Barclays now wants more profits. It means that they want more money. And the question is, will they expand through their strategic partnerships? And we know that they, because they were concentrated specifically on the African continent and the emerging markets. I reckon that this guy's going to open more branches than anybody else has done for the Barclays brand. And he's just going to want to see more profits and more profits. And I think the shareholders are happy with that because we are to become a shareholder by Sunday morning. It's shocking as you know. Well, I know nothing, Clive. I'm, I'm listening to what you are telling me. But uh, anyway, you can go and uh, continue your, your excitement now. I will speak to you again tomorrow. Uh, that was our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela.